Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. This is Alexa at LoseTheCape.com. We are joined today by Lizzie, who is a life coach, sorry, a life and career coach uh, to help working moms with their emotional and professional productivity. But before we get into that, I suppose I should remind you of what we're doing. This is the There's Just Not Enough Time in the Day podcast for busy moms. We take a little peek into how moms get it done or don't get it done every day. And um, we're interviewing other busy moms who are going to give us a little look into their schedule and tell us about how they manage to uh, live their lives, feed their kids, get their work done, and all that stuff in one day. So thank you so much, Lizzie, for being here with us today. And I would love to have you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your life. Well, thank you, Alexa. I think what you guys are doing is fabulous, I think, taking off the cape and all of us just being real about what we deal with in life instead of trying to be perfect. Um, I think shining a light on this is awesome. So thank you for having me. Well, thank you. So you are a working mom, and how many kids do you have? I have three children. Luke is six. He's going into the first grade. Lily is four, and she goes to preschool three times a week. And I have a baby girl, Liana, who turned one in April, so she's 15 months. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Our kids are so close in age. I have a boy who's seven, a daughter who's four, and a daughter who's two. So I think I can understand oh, wow. that in this stage of life. <laughs> yes, it's just crazy. It's, um, they're all so different. I know all kids are different, but just those particular ages, just like yours, it's like night and day between each child and it's it's beautiful it's awesome life is good I'm glad you take such a such an optimistic approach to it I'm not always so optimistic <laughs> beautiful is not the first word I would use but that's great <laughs> so can you tell it us is. a little bit about your um about your work and what you do your coaching yes yeah, so I own a business it's called coach Lizzie Mick I am a working mom coach and I focus on life and career challenges that working moms face I call them motherhood transition challenges or MTC for short and what an MTC is is the emotional reaction a working mother has to change so that could be returning to work after maternity leave, coming to a crossroad in your career or in your life, and you're not quite sure which path to travel down. So those are the things that I focus on with my clients. Um, Besides owning my own business and coaching working moms, I recently became an author. I I self-published a book. The title of it is Igniting Mummy Energy. And uh, right now I am on a virtual book tour where I travel from blog to blog, and it's in essence guest blogging 
and I share little bits about who I am and what my book is about, and then I hang out in the comments for the day to speak to the readers of that post's blog, if I said that right, and uh, chit-chat with people, and I am getting to know some fabulous people, including yourself, so life is awesome right now. Well, I know um, the reason or the way that we met was through my one of my co uh, lose the cape uh, creators, Carrie at Breadwinning Mama. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> good one, good, you got it. Yes, and um, I definitely look forward to hopefully having you on um, at least one, if not several, of my blogs to talk about your book. And you're you're also offering that book. For free, if people sign up for your newsletter, right on your website. Oh, I'm offering a little sneak peek at my book for people that oh, sign gotcha. up for my yet yeah, for my weekly e-zine. It's titled The Mummy Energy e-zine, where I keep people up to date on my blog. Um, and then after that, it just sort of varies, like whatever whatever comes up that week. So I have updates on my virtual book tour. If I find really good stories on Facebook or Pinterest. Um, I'll include those two, but I try not to keep it, um, I try and keep it short because we all don't have enough time in the day. And right. So <laughs> <laughs> I could, I mean, I would love to publish everything that I find, but um, yeah, I try and keep it short. And I love to just reach out to people once a week because I get such good return. Like it's just, it's everything's blossoming. It's really amazing what happens when you just, what you think about, you bring about. That is true. That's really true. Well, okay, so, you know, um, well, I don't know if you know, but our goal, our long-term goal with this site um, actually stemmed from Carrie and I wanting to write a book because we, um, on this very topic, on on survival strategies for busy moms, Mm -hmm. and and we thought that it would be great to go ahead and launch a platform and start engaging with other moms and kind of as a checkpoint to make sure that, that what we thought was important is actually important to other people too. But mm-hmm. it was, uh, I'm sure we'll be looking to you for some mentorship on getting through that process. <laughs> oh, you just let me know. I would love to help with that. That's a great goal and an awesome vision. I'm sure working moms would so benefit, or moms in general would benefit from something like that. Kudos to you guys. Well, thanks. But part of the problem that we're having is finding the time to write because of how busy life is. Carrie also has three kids very similar in ages and Mm -hmm. um, works full time. So tell us a little bit about your day and how you actually work in the time to to write and to do all of this um, searching through to find stuff for your great weekly. I put out a monthly newsletter, and sometimes that's all I can do to get that sucker out. So. Well, that's a great question. I guess um, I could answer it in twofold. How I wrote my book, it took me three years. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so it wasn't something that That's not encouraging. (laughs) No, but I mean, I looked at it as a journey. Like what I experienced and and where the book stemmed from was I went through some really sad times. And as you can tell, I am extremely optimistic. I am disgustingly happy. And there was a point in my life where I just was not, and it felt awful for me. And I couldn't write the story or I couldn't write the book at that time that it happened. So everything needed to evolve. And it did, and I just wrote about it along the way. So I I guess my advice on writing or trying to create a book and put a story together is live it, experience it, 
um, take one day at a time. I know that's such a cliche, but um, I bet you that you can agree with me that when you have three children, when you think about everything that's happening in the future and the things you have to do and overcome and complete, that you just go batty. Um, and your children are at such different age groups that you don't even know what they're going to experience. And then it's your husband and his career and what he's going through emotionally and professionally that just taking a breath and taking it day by day and the end will the end will come. I think writing a book, um, I battled a lot with fear, like actually putting it out there. I put my story out there. That was something else that I probably took a while to overcome. And looking back on it, oh, it's, it's so empowering. Like, I'm so happy that I rocked it, that I got it out there, that I hit the publish button. Like, mm, it just makes it so much sweeter when you just <laughs> – truly experience and live in it. So that's one part of my answer for you. Um, does that resonate with you? It, very much so. Um, I actually, um, I, I don't know how much you saw about my personal stuff if you've just, if you've just checked out this website, um, but I also went through a really rough time um, about two and a half years ago. We lost one of our daughters. We lost one of our twins. Um, and I actually set to work writing a book on that, and it was just, I, I, I know what you mean, like all of the stuff going through it. Sometimes it's really hard, and sometimes you just want to sit down. And, and I tell you what, I, I, I tell a lot of people that the day that book was published, I felt like the weight of the world just lift off of me in so many ways. It's so, <sighs> writing is so, I mean, it's therapeutic. Yes, exactly. So, yes, all of that resonates with me, finding the right time and, yeah. So um, on a daily basis, then, how do you? Um, what's a day? I guess just walk us through what a daily, what a, an average day in your house looks like. Well, let's. Um, I can talk about what happened today because today's actually a pretty busy day for me. Um, normally, I wake up very early. I like to wake up between like four thirty and five o'clock because if I do that, especially in the summer months where my children are home, we're not putting them through, um, we're not sending them to a summer camp because this is the first summer that I actually get to stay home with them and not be sleep deprived. So last summer I had a three-month-old or four-month, three-month-old. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> this, yeah, I've tried it. So I rewind size. But anyways, this is the first summer where I actually get to sit back and no, I'm definitely not sitting I get to just enjoy them (laughs) so if I don't wake up early I won't get all of my professional goals or priorities hit for the day so it makes me feel awesome to start my day off either by going for a run or a walk um, or working on my business and then the kids wake up around Luffy's up at six Lily's up by seven and the baby's up by 7 30 that's how it usually works during the school year the summer has been a little bit more lax but they're still up between six and 7 8 o'clock. Um, wow. Today, though, I did not wake up early. Today, I slept in because I went good to a wake you. last night. <laughs> what was that? I said, good for you. We all need to sleep in from time to time. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I slept in because we went to a wake last night, and today my husband's off at the funeral. So it's been a, a little bit of an emotional roller coaster, so I didn't push myself to wake up because... When 
life throws punches at you like that, you have to respect the emotional state that you're in. So this morning I knew the kids can wake up themselves. The TV timer turns on at 6, so they can't wake up any earlier because sometimes Wookie's a real early bird. Um, So they can turn the TV on at 6. They know where the cereal are. The cereal's, like, down the bottom shelf. The bowls are on the bottom shelf. The cups are on the bottom shelf. They can all feed themselves breakfast. So I woke up when the baby woke up around 7.30. That and <laughs> what was that? that? We've done the, we've done the same thing with cups and and um, little containers and some of the snacks that I'm okay with them getting themselves because you know sometimes like when you're on a recorded conference call and they yeah. all of a sudden all need snacks. Yes, and it's nice because you know they're a little older and they enjoy having that um, independence and knowing that they right. can do it for themselves. Yeah, so they they like it. They really do. Um, so I knew I was going to have this conference call with you this morning, and um, my kids really need to get their wiggles out. And I said, okay, we're going for a walk. And I try and take them for a walk however often I can. However, um depends on the energy I have in the morning. But I live in Massachusetts, and it gets really, really humid here. So if I am not out the door with them by, like, 8.30-ish, 9 o'clock, it's just too stifling to go for a walk. So, But we were good this morning. We got out by 10 of 9, went for a walk. They set the pace for me. So either we do a little bit of running, skipping, walking, and the baby, Liana, just eats it up. She is at the point that she doesn't want to be in the stroller anymore. Um, But when the kids start running and start acting goofy, she tries to chime right in with them. So that's really cute to watch. So got home, gave them popsicles, gave them a snack. The baby's asleep. Um, she has some milk, so she's down for the count for a while, and now I get to talk to you. And then after I'm done chit-chatting with you, um, I'll probably get the kids to go outside and hop in the pool. I had um, I have work to do. I need to – I have two or three people that contacted me through my website that they want complimentary coaching sessions, so I have to – contact them, set up times for when they're available. So I have to look at my calendar. And for my calendar, I work with an 8 by 10 daily planner or weekly planner. And I use pencil. I was using pen for a while, but then I got sick and tired of scribbling things. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my schedule varies so much. So mechanical pencils are now my new best friend. Um, So I'll reach out to those people. Um... I have my virtual book tour that I needed to send you an email about, and I have someone else that I have to contact. Um, And then it'll be lunchtime, and then hopefully the baby will go down for a nap in the afternoon because I have a doctor's appointment for my daughter that I will head out to. And um, she loves what I do. She sees me on the computer. She wants to be me one day. So what I'll do is... Um, my husband will come home from the funeral, and he'll watch Luke and Liana. Me and Lily will hop in the car, and my iPhone is my best friend, but it's also an addiction in a twisted way because I wake up to my kids and my iPhone. <laughs> and so what I'll do is on the way to the doctor's appointment, I'll make a voice memo about um, a blog post that I want to post for my virtual book tour. And I have the ideas all in my head, but sometimes it just takes a while for me to put it down on paper. And as you can oh, tell, I'm a oh, chatty, I'm a chat. Hmm? Oh, I just wanted to ask, when you say, um, sorry, this is a technical thing, but when you do your voice memos, what, um, do you send yourself a voicemail or what do you, how do you do that? 
Yeah, what I do is on my iPhone, I just go to, it's not settings, what is it, utilities, and I just use the voice messaging that you can use on my iPhone. Um, sometimes oh, cool. I use Evernote. Yeah. I go I've back and forth. That. I'm trying to commit myself to Evernote a little more, but for right now, I just, I stick with tried and true. I go to utilities, voice memos. And I just talk into my phone about all the – I just do a brain dump of all the ideas I have for a particular blog post. That's a great idea. And, yeah, it's, um, it, it just works. The only problem is my phone tends to fill up rather quickly because I talk into it so often. So um, I have to stay on top of that. Either that or I just delete all of them because by the time it gets I, filled up, I hmm? – Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I know what you mean. I actually have an old school um, little mini tape recorder that my husband actually bought me a few years ago so that when I'm driving Ooh. around, I can record my ideas. I haven't used it very often. I need to get back to that because I've got a lot of ideas. Yeah. But, I mean, you have so much on your brain, right, especially with right, children. Right, exactly. Working. Well, yeah, so, so if you could just, I, like, no, I agree. I'm sorry I interrupted you again. Uh, I interrupted you in the middle of your daily um, schedule. So if you want to get back to that, sorry about that. We'll side oh, track. no, that's right. No, no, that was a good side track. Um, <laughs> so I'll hit the doctors. I'll come back home, cook up dinner. I'm making a real easy dinner tonight, so American chop suey, which in essence is just hamburger, peppers, celery, and pasta and tomato sauce. And that will be a twofer, so we'll be able to eat it tonight and tomorrow night, and then get the kids down by 7 o'clock. Bedtime starts at 6.30, and um, Luke goes out like a light. Liana, she's she's really good, too. Lily Bell, she usually stays up a little bit, you know, tries to talk to us. I think it's the middle child syndrome that right. wants that little that bit more of extra attention. Same way. Yeah. So Never wants to go to sleep. Yeah, 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 whatever works, right? So we used to fight it. We used to be aggravated that she wouldn't go down when the other two kids go down. But I've decided just to love what is, and she's up for a reason. And if I just accept that, that, you know, I'm the one that has a problem with it, and it's what she wants, and I'll just give her the extra hugs and kisses. And I try not to lay down with her. Um, And eventually she conks out. And then touch base with my husband. Poor husbands. They always get it last, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> and um, I do have some work to do tonight, but I may push it off just because um, the death in the family was in his family. So I may hang with him a little bit tonight. Yeah. You just need to know what your priorities are, right? So right. that's my oh. day in a nutshell. Hopefully I'm in bed. Oh, no, that's not true. I have. Um, <laughs> There's more. I have a. <laughs> There's more. I have a coaching client tonight at 8.30, so I have a client tonight, which means I'll probably sleep in a little bit tomorrow. I don't know yet. I'll figure that out tonight. (laughs) So my day is a shuffle and a juggle and a constant. um, It's never constant. It's every day is something different. That sounds very similar to me, <laughs> to my life. Um, well, I have a question. How on earth do you get your kids to go to bed at 7? <laughs> you made well, me giggle so much explain. the other day when you asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> because I, oh, my gosh. Well, you just answered about your middle child. That's my middle child, too. My my oldest child now, he's tired enough, especially during the school year. He's tired enough now that when I tell him to go to bed, he goes 
no questions asked. But the younger two, yeah. and he didn't used to be oh, that yeah. way. We used to fight him till about nine or ten o'clock at night. Oh. So, any tips you have on that, I would appreciate. <laughs> so, so Liana, so she just turned one, and she's pretty consistent. She's almost like clockwork, and I have no idea how that happens. Um, I just give her a good amount of milk. She may wake up by like. 9.30, 10 o'clock for a diaper change, and then she goes back down and she sleeps the night. I don't know. Oh, I make her, she walks a lot. Like, I don't, I try not to carry her uh-huh. so that she's the one that's, like, constantly moving. I also make her do stairs a lot. So I live in a split-level home, so, you know, she gets up half that flight, and then she can stop and rest. So I make her do the stairs. Um, I have a pool outside, so, hey. I work them. Like, so I go outside. Run them ragged. Yes. <laughs> yes, like do laps in the pool. Like, will you be in there and he'll just be splashing. I'm like, have you done laps? Let's do laps. Let me see you do it. Like, And they're just learning how to swim. Um, if it's not too hot out and it's too cold to swim, I make them do, like, relay races. Like, um, my yard is a little bit hilly, so I make them run. And Liana, the baby, just watching them, that excites her. Right. Um so I guess just um, I seriously I exercise like and I they do like to do art projects and sometimes like on a nice rainy day if I have some kind of whatever I whip things together I mean I would love to go on Pinterest and find more activities for them but that's like a that just sucks me in and I get lost in Pinterest world oh so, yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's addicting. And as my four-year-old um, has started saying, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. I met you that. I met you that. She just busted so, out um, the middle of a, in the middle of the drive the other day. I was like, who taught you that? She said, Grandma. I said, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Whatever, we'll go with it. Well, that that is a good note to self, you know. And my husband and I always talk about how how we want our kids to be active and playing outside more. But I'll be the first to tell you, um, I am really bad about making sure that the kids are active enough because I think that a lot of us who work from home, and you are obviously an exception to my assessment here, but it's so easy to get caught up on the computer for me that you know I'm not I'm not getting it out enough with them so I'm gonna I'm oh gonna no no that. no I'm guilty I'm I'm definitely guilty of that too um, especially like in the mornings like so, so, what, so if I wake up early and I am on the computer um, the kids will come over they'll eat their own breakfast and sometimes I keep working I mean I can't work after the baby wakes up but. They'll come right. over. They have in, they have InnoTabs, so they'll sit on their InnoTabs. Or Lukey can play on my iPhone for one hour a day. He can play video games in general for two hours. That's my rule. I don't always abide by it. It goes day by day. So sometimes, sometimes we don't watch any TV. Sometimes we watch TV almost all day. But I pay for it that night. So like, yeah. Luke oh, will yes. still go down, but Lily, she will be up till ten o'clock at night if I let her watch too much TV. I don't know what it is. Um, oh, so it's I a do. goal of mine to get them outside and work their tuchuses off, but yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that too. Like, it's it's so easy. It's almost it's too easy to use that as a what are they? My pediatrician calls it a deficient babysitter. Right. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's cheaper but, for the day, but more expensive in the long run, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are great tips. I'm definitely going to – well, we are are going to make an effort to start spending more time. And there's really no reason not to. We have good weather down here. We have a pool. There's no reason not to spend, you know. And it's easy. 30 minutes will wear people out. So. Yeah. And, I mean, when they're in the pool, I'm not always in the pool with them. Sometimes that's right. when I'm on my iPhone and I'm replying back to emails or I'm on Facebook or Twitter. And so I'm right. technically still sort of working, but overseeing them play in the water safely. Sure. Um, of all the things that you are responsible for in a day, um, what would you say is your least favorite responsibility? Mm-hmm. So I love how I hate it. I hate it. hate it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm a recovering um, – what's the term that I use? Oh, I'm a recovering meat freak because before <laughs> children, before children, my house was always kept spotless, everything had its place, but now that I have three children, that's like has gone out the window, like, I'll clean the house that night, um, if I have the energy to do so, and then the next morning, they destroy it, so right now, I'm sitting in, like, my little office, and around me, I am surrounded by toys, but my daughter, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, she's starting to clean, and she'll group Ugh. all of her toys together, so I see, you know, Abby Cadabby with the princess toys are all in one quarter and then all the puzzles are grouped together on the floor in their little spot so it's rubbing off on her i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i think that's so the problem fantastic. my children are so messy I my son is I have... <laughs> but yes. i'm i'm messy so that's not really that surprising <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that i don't like is although i want a clean house I can't have a clean house, have happy children, and have a successful business. So it's housework so is usually what – Yeah, so housework, I have learned for it to go by the wayside. When people come over, like my neighbors, when they come over, I have had to teach myself not to apologize for the state of my home. My house does not look like Martha Stewart magazine, although I would love it to be. My house looks like a lived-in house. It looks like someone lives here. And I have had to – really, really teach myself that that's okay. So that's probably the thing that I don't like. Okay, I don't like it because I want to do it so badly, but I don't have the time or the mummy energy to do it. Right. Um, well, I would agree with you 100%, and I only struggle with it because, not because I care that much, but because my husband does. He doesn't seem to... Um, mm. He doesn't seem to recognize how much effort goes into having kids at home and running a business and, you know, playing, like you said, happy kids, a successful business, something's got to give, and it's usually the house. But the funnier part is my sisters because they don't have children and <laughs> mm-hmm. often shocked yeah. when they come over and see, you know, all the clothes. My daughter, oh, my daughter's favorite thing is to pull off every piece of clothing off of her hangers and to pull everything out of her drawers. So the room might have been clean this morning, but by this afternoon you won't be able to see the floor because all of her clothes are on it. We're working through that. We're getting better. The phase, (laughs) I see it petering out. But, you know, it's like, (laughs) so, yes, I have realized that they don't maybe quite understand the world that I live in right now. And And that's okay. That's right. Hmm. So, um, 
you must have a lot of resources that you provide to your working moms, busy moms, as you're coaching them. Do you have a favorite website, book, program, outside of your own coaching program? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yep. Um, I I do think coaching is very um, eye-opening. It also takes a lot of work. So you have to be willing to make a commitment to make big changes in your life. So I do recommend coaching, but know that it's going to take up a lot of your mummy energy. It's going to take up a good chunk of time mentally. Um, right. I mean, the, co- the coaching itself is only a half an hour, three times a week. That's my program. So the time you're spent actually being coached is the aftermath and the things that come to the surface that take up some of your time. Um, but what I do recommend to clients is, using a journal and writing in it as often as possible. And you're writing down what your struggles are, what your challenges, as well as your successes. So when you're writing in the journal, the point of it is to feel good after those five minutes, ten minutes of writing, however long it takes you. Um, And when you're reading a book, bring that journal with you and jot down things because I love to read But I find it that now that I have a lot of responsibilities on my plate, I forget what I read. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm almost back in college again that, you know, when you have that textbook, you also had a a paper and a pen next to you. So I now just start jotting down, like, whatever whatever I think about, not necessarily what I've read, but how it made me feel. I write that down. And I read in, like, little, little, little bleeps or little, I'm not quite sure what I'm trying to say, but it just takes a lot for me to read, but I love it so much that I just keep the book out. And I'm like, okay, yep, I'm, I'm going to grab that. The book I'm reading right now is called um, Loving What Is by Byron Katie, and um, that's basically, in essence, a coaching program all by itself. If you just read that book, it's actually you coaching yourself. Oh, nice. And um, I'm rereading it, and it's just a beautiful book, Loving What Is, Byron Katie. She's just such a good soul, and I, I highly recommend the book. Um, other resources that I would recommend are podcasts or audiobooks. I love the Working Motherhood podcast with Dr. Portia Jackson. She started it, I think, in January. She just hit her 100th episode, and every day she puts out a podcast. And wow. It's, oh, my gosh, talk about commitment. She's, um, I'm so impressed with her, and I've actually formed a really good friendship with her. I was in one of the, I think I was number eight or number nine when she first launched it, and it's been awesome to watch and see her grow, and I learned so much from those podcasts. She rec- uh, she interviews uh, working mothers that have um, made it work, and um, just a plethora of information and the community she's grown is, is awesome. So I would recommend any kind of podcast. It's nice to wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, put an earbud in, and listen to someone talk. So instead of putting the news on or Instead of watching your children's TV shows, I just start listening to whoever she interviews. Or um, there's a couple of other podcasts, but she's the most consistent that I follow. Um, And another resource is my own book. So I highly recommend my book, um, Igniting Mummy Energy. It's a very short, quick read. It's only the first edition of it. The second edition, I plan on interviewing working moms who have read the book and have applied some of my strategies. So if anyone out there reads it and they'd like to be included in a book and have their name in print, I would love to talk to them. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Those are really good uh, resources. And I'm going to check into Portia's um, 
podcast because I, I, well, first of all, it's good to hear that there is a community of people who are interested in this topic. I mean, she's basically doing, um, we're doing something very similar by trying to figure out, you know, how we how we fit in different things and tips and strategies to make it through our day. Um, and I would love to hear the angle that she's taking. Um, but I, I feel the same way as you do about podcasts. I think I've really, I don't even remember what it was that turned me on to them. I think it might have been the, um, uh, oh gosh, what is the, there's a website by April and, and Theron. Oh, and I, I don't know it. it. The Power of Moms, I think it's called. I'll have to. Oh, yeah, them. I've heard of them. They have a podcast? Yeah. yeah, they do. They have a weekly podcast. Oh. And I started I started listening to it, and I just I, I fell in love with the idea of podcasting because you, first of all, you can do something that's mind-engaging while you're doing other tasks, so it's a great multitasking task. Yes. Also, it's great for, like, um, professional professional development or getting ideas. I always come away from a podcast with, like, just a whole list of ideas on, on things that I want to look farther into or books I want to read or, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm articles I want to write or whatnot, but um, also when I'm cooking or cleaning or whatever, it's just kind of nice to have feel, people there that I feel like are having a conversation in my kitchen, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you feel like, hey, somebody else is going through all the same struggles, and it's all right. I'm yeah. not, I'm not abnormal. So, yeah. um, so it's, if you could go back, and I'm going to maybe guess that it has something to do with um, OCD cleanliness or organizing or something but if you could go back and and tell your your pre-kids self one piece of advice what would that be um i guess it does come back somewhat to cleanliness but not to care what others think so much like i'm such a people pleaser that um i think sometimes i was a pushover and i just went along with it and I would tell myself just to be more brave, to live with a brave heart and to do it your way, not their way, and not to care about who comes into my home and judges me because what they care or what they think about, that's their business. I have my business, and my business is more important than their business. And I'm not saying that in a selfish way, but it's – but, yeah, you know what I mean. It is about me, it is, and it's about my family. But also my family has their business. Like, Luke has his business. Lily has hers. Liana has hers, and she's only one. Everyone else has their own priorities. And at the end of the day, what makes me happy is about the brave work-life choices that I make for myself to make me happy. Because if I'm not happy, no one else will be, right? Like, my children will be affected by it, my husband, my um, outside family. I would tell myself that I have a right to be happy and that my happiness comes first. And I just needed to be a little bit braver. Um, but I think when you're, when I was younger, I didn't know all these life lessons and I don't know how I could have been more courageous back then. And I think it took a lot of the turmoil that I went through personally and professionally for me to feel braver now and have the ability to make those brave choices. But I don't know, maybe I just didn't have that thought back then. So that's what I would tell myself. Well, that's very good advice. I would offer myself some of the same advice. 
because, I mean, it's so, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a people pleaser too, and it's hard when you're constantly, like, feeling beat down by the fact that you're not doing it like other people would like it done or something, which is a large reason behind this whole venture out to find other moms who who maybe aren't perfect but um, mm. are making it through and that they're, you know, not judging me because I'm not perfect. So, love it. Um well, that is pretty much the end of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Um, is there anything that you would like to I always give everybody a chance to plug their site one more time or anything else that they want to make sure people know about? And um, so take it away, whatever you want to say. Oh, sure. So my website is www.lizzymick.com. It's spelled with a Y. I have my weekly e-zine, the Mummy Energy e-zine that I would love for everybody to come over and check out. It'll be in your inbox every Tuesday morning. And I'm on Facebook, but Facebook sort of sucks me in, and I tend not to get a lot done when I'm in Facebook land. So I'm actually yes. focusing my business right now on Twitter, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because there's more people for me to talk to on Twitter. <laughs> but I am out on – right? But I, my handle for Twitter is Lizzie Nick Coach, and my fan page on Facebook is Coach Lizzie Nick. Um, I share different things on both, so it's not the same content. And I also put out a Working Mom Spotlight once a month. So if any working moms out there would like to share a brave work-life choice that they've made in their past um, with everyone to read and to get a little bit of insight from, Contact me on my webpage. I have a contact form. Fill it out and uh, reach out. I would love to work with you. And thank you, Alexa, and to Jennifer and to Carrie for putting together this initiative. I think it's honorable. I think it's courageous. And I wish you the best, best of luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And this has been really, really beneficial. I feel like I've been getting maybe a little bit of free coaching myself through this. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Busy, and I look forward to um, to interacting with you more over the over the next whatever how you know forever forever. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Thank you, now. Me too. <laughs> All right, thanks, Lizzie. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.